Yeah, I got a new show for y'all. We got a damn good show. I'm about to show you this message. This it's a beautiful message, man. It's a beautiful message, and I think, I mean, I say it, but yeah, when I say it. We joking, but we shouldn't say it either. Yeah, I the mean, N-word. Yeah, I've been sitting here in the last couple of videos because it just sounds funny. <laughs> but uh, I really shouldn't be using that word. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, and I've always said there's no black guy. Yeah. Nobody should use that word, yeah. right? But for some reason, the black community thinks they've taken that name and turned it into a term of endearment. Which is crazy as hell. Because I know white people, when white people like... <laughs> He crazy as hell. These niggas calling each other niggas. <laughs> I know why people's like, man, this is just bizarre. I and said, it is. I said that wrong. What? Maybe a racist white man would say, these niggas calling each other niggas. White people look back. Wow, black people calling each other the N-word. That's how I should have said it. That was like an oxymoron when I said, wow, these niggas calling each other niggas. <laughs> You know, what, you know what the racist white people are thinking? <laughs> I taught these niggas good. <laughs> right, right. What do you call that? Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> it's something like that. Something like that. But I'm going to show you the video. And no, check it out. Check out the video. Story. Just yesterday, uh, a young black guy on my job, around 20-some years old, he called me the N-word. And I got upset. And I told him, I warned him, I said, don't, don't call me the N-word. So he didn't quite understand why I was upset about him calling me the N-word. And I said, let me tell you a little story. I said, back in the early 1980s, my parents moved us to an all-white town in North Carolina. I was around 12 years old, okay? And within days of moving to this town, we saw Ku Klux Klan newsletters and all kind of crap in our front yard every day, okay? So my brother, my younger brother and I, we were like, why would our parents move us to an all-white town like this? We didn't understand. So, but in the midst of all that, you know, I met two, two cool little white dudes, and they told me where I can go ride my BMX bike and skateboard and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, I went there, had a good time, and I left. And when I left there, I, I was by myself riding my bike back home. I was riding, and all of a sudden, a car jumped the curve. It was two older white men. Jumped out of the car and said, where you going, N-word? I looked, and they said, take your ass back where you come from, you little N-word. And the tall one, he took and looked at Better not call it. <laughs> I don't care if you black Puerto Rican. I don't care if you black as the ace of spades. You call him that, he gonna whoop your ass. He gonna whoop your ass. What happened to him when he was 12 with them white people? He gonna take it all on your black ass. But there's a lot of wisdom in what he's saying. Nobody there's a should. lot of wisdom, man. It's a beautiful message. Nobody should be saying that. Even black people. And black people, of everybody needs to hear this message. I understand why white supremacists use that term. But I'll never understand yeah. why black people use that as a term of endearment. It just boggles my mind. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, he grew up in North Carolina. We grew up like maybe an hour from North Carolina. Yeah. And we grew up in Martinsville, Virginia, and he brought up the Klan. Every year, annually, the Klan would walk down the main uh, street in our city. Mm -hmm. The Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And I'm sure he's seen it, too, because he's, oh, no, he might be a little bit older than us. He's probably yeah, it looks like we about the same age. Around 50. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and I ain't fifty. What the hell are you talking about? I'm thirty five. I'm thirty seven. No, we thirty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? I'm thirty five. Ain't fifty. But anyway, and um, I so I know exactly what he went through. I mean, we grew up in the South too, Virginia, and I got called that a lot by white. Yeah, and that happened to I me. I walked up the street. Mm -hmm. I was gonna go play with my friend GB Hopkins, 
and I was walking by this house, and it was a, a rebel flag front out front. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of rednecks out there drinking <laughs> with mullets, <laughs> drinking Pat's Blue Ribbon and, Beer. And one of them had this big-ass Great Dane. I thought he was going to sick that big-ass dog on me. That dog looked like a damn deer. It was huge, right? And they looked at me. I was scared. He said, you know what that white man told me? You know what he told me? What did he tell you, man? Because he knew who I was. He knew I was going to go play with his uh, – well, he knew of GB. He didn't really know – but anyway, he knew who I was. He said, get your green-eyed, spear-chucking ass up the street. Shit crazy, right? It's a crazy world, man. And then G.B. Hopkins, underneath him, had this big, fat, white girl that went to school with me. Well, she was, oh, she was in high school, and she wanted to molest me. <laughs> I grew up in a crazy white side of town. Hey. Instead of growing up with the poor black side of town, I grew up in the poor white side of town, which is a hundred times better than growing up in <laughs> Hey, what did GB do, man? Did he stand up for you? No, I went to his house. He wasn't even home. He was next door. Man, you a dumbass nigga. Could have lost your life. Stupid. Did you just, the whole point of this video is stop saying a word. You don't sense the sarcasm? <laughs>